0: No Thanks Needed with Mike Van Acker. Hey, I'm Mike Van Acker. Thanks for listening to No Thanks Needed. This week we'll relive the Brisbane Broncos' amazing achievement against the Gold Coast. I've got a Bindi Irwin baby update for you and I'll do my very first TV show review. But first... No Thanks Needed news. So this week, a million-dollar three-year research study into weight loss revealed that people that committed to a diet and exercise regime lost more weight than the people that didn't commit. That's right, it took a million bucks and two years to come up with that. Now, next time someone has a million bucks to spend on a study like that, come and see me at my new company, Captain Obvious Research Services for a million bucks. We can have that study back to you in a week and deliver the results on a banner towed by a biplane. The banner does cost extra, though. Whilst we're talking, this week I heard someone on one of the talk radio stations say that Dr. Jeanette Young, the Queensland Health Officer, was holding her daily press conference and they would replay the good bits a bit later. The good bits. She's been saying pretty much the same stuff every day since March. The only difference now is it seems that if you're an AFL player or someone famous, you can come in. If you're not, get stuffed, bugger off. And it's all a bit drab. You know, it's not like she finishes each press conference with a song and dance. Maybe she could. Maybe a song. Maybe tell a joke or give tips for the races on the weekend. Actually, that'd be quite good. Someone should totally suggest that to her. No thanks needed. A war of words has erupted over the American actor Tom Hanks, who's on the Gold Coast to film a movie about Elvis. He plays Elvis's manager. And the suggestion is he should have been forced to go into hotel quarantine instead of being allowed to quarantine in a luxury resort, I assume, right next to the AFL players. I feel sorry for Tom Hanks here. I'm sure he wouldn't have minded hotel quarantine. We know that he can do long periods of time by himself. Just give him a volleyball. He'll be fine. No thanks needed. Sport. Brisbane Bronco fans, how good was it? Years from now, people will talk about the moment. I say, where were you? Where were you? And it happened. I'll never forget where I was. I was driving home. I'd just dropped Jake to his job at McDonald's, and I was listening to the game. And I'll never forget that moment. A kick was put through. It's bounced off a Gold Coast Titans player's leg. The ball's trickled into the end goal. Inexplicably, Darius Boyd was standing there. He looked at it. You could almost see him think... think I saw one of those training and I think when it's behind this line you've just got to put downward pressure on it and they give you points or something and so he did and there it was people for as many as four minutes in the game yesterday, the Broncos were in front. That's right, it was 6-0 after the kick and we looked like we were a chance to win a game. I can't remember the last time this happened. I think John Howard was the Prime Minister, the last time I felt this optimistic about a Broncos side. I don't know. I don't even care. But the fact is, if a spaceship had a hovered over the field, Independence Day style, and the game had to be abandoned right at that moment, the record books would have said Broncos were in front at the time and I, for one, would Take that. I will. It's been a miserable bloody season. I think we've won one game since the coronavirus restart, and I'm clutching at anything that makes me feel better about those blokes. Right? They are not playing good footy, but they're still my team, and they were in front, admittedly, for only three or four minutes, whatever, on the weekend. Go, you good thing. And yes, it was strange watching David Fafita play for the Bronx against the Titans because, of course, he'll be a Titan next year. And I found myself wondering if, after the game, he wasn't tempted to just stay down there. Yeah, thanks, fellas. But you know what? I think I'm done. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going to stay here on the coast. Uh, thanks for everything. If someone could just box up the stuff in my locker and send it down, that'd be great. Thanks. No thanks needed. TV. Channel 7 are picking fights with pretty much everyone at the moment. The other week, they managed to pinch the voice from Channel 9. They said they're happy enough with the show format, but they want all Australian judges and they will need to buy some big red chairs. They've already contacted the people that made the Wiggles big red car to see if they can help out, but I think they're better off buying the original chairs from Channel 9 because they already have Delta Goodrem and Guy Sebastian strapped into them. Channel 7 is also currently fighting with Cricket Australia. You might remember, they pinched the Cricket broadcasting rights again from Channel 9 a year or two ago, and now they don't want them anymore. So it seems to me that given the ABC had the Cricket, then Channel 9 had it, Channel 7 had it, Channel 10 had a little bit of it, never had all of it, they're the only network left to have all of the cricket and I don't trust them with it. I don't want them to have it. Given it seems to be that one of their rules is that every show they make has to have Osher on it. It's only a matter of time before we see a batsman get hit in front and Osher will walk slowly out of the pavilion onto the ground and look at the batsman let's say it's David Warner and go David unfortunately you've been hit on the front pad directly in front and midway up off stump you're out. Please take a moment to say goodbye. No thanks needed. All right, people, it's time for Mikey's TV review. I don't normally review TV shows, but that's the first time for everything, and it's my podcast, so what the hell? I've been watching Yellowstone. It's on Stan, and it's very, very good. It took me a couple of eps to get into it, but hey, it took me a little while to get into Shit's Creek as well, and I love that by the end. Yellowstone does take an ep or two to get going while you work out who the characters are and all of that, but it's well worth it. It's set on a ranch in Montana, but don't let that throw you off, okay? Um, think think the Sopranos, but on a farm. Think Game of Thrones, but instead of kingdoms and gold, it's land and cattle. Uh, Sons of Anarchy, but less Harleys and more horsies. It stars Kevin Costner. Remember him, the old movie star? I don't know where he's been hiding all these years. They've dusted him off. He's the patriarch of the main family. He's mostly a bad guy, but along the way we find out stuff has happened to him that made him that way. There's a really good supporting cast, really interesting characters, all with a really interesting backstory and some really impressive footage of the countryside of Montana. And if you've heard lately people say that a troublemaker needs to go to the train station, well, that's a direct reference to this show. I've nearly finished season two, there's a third season waiting, and I've got to tell you, it's worth a look. It's better than Ozark, but not as good as Game of Thrones, except for the last season of Game of Thrones, because everything was better than that. Yellowstone, check it out. No thanks needed. Bindi Irwin has released a statement saying her pregnancy is going well, and at this stage their unborn baby is about the size of a hummingbird. May I be the first to say, what? I get people put things in their own terms, in terms that their friends and family can understand. I'm in the entertainment industry and often when a baby is born, I see my friends post on Facebook saying congratulations to the entire production team, right? They put it in industry terms. And I guess Bendy's doing that by going, oh yeah, about the size of a hummingbird. I don't know how big a hummingbird is. I have no idea if that means that she's growing a mutant baby that is going to explode her stomach at some point or if it's this teeny tiny thing that a finch could beat in a fight. I had to Google it. Along the way, I found out that hummingbirds are the only birds that fly backwards. Made me wonder about the birthing process here. Are we going to hear, beep, beep, beep? Oh, here comes the Chandler Bindi, baby. And is that how Bindi and Chandler relate to each other? Is that how they chat, just kind of in zoo and animal terms? Does Bindi say to Chandler, we have so much washing to fold, it's like tortoise-sized. Chandler, when he's in the mood, saying to Bindi, tonight, I'm going to be all over you like a crocodile on a chicken bindi having giggly girl talk with a friend saying he's such a lovely man and you should see his bearded dragon you're listening to mike van acker no thanks needed okay thanks for listening to no thanks needed that's our 13th episode unlucky for some as they say hey if you enjoyed this please like subscribe share help me spread the word i would really appreciate that chat to you next week no thanks needed with mike van acker Produced by the Podcast Boss.